Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I'm your host, and today I am joined by a wonderful woman by the name of Zaylee Barclay, who's going to teach you how to make your social media presence P-O-P with better visuals. Zaylee is a video sales and marketing coach, and she specializes in helping entrepreneurs effectively stand out and make a genuine impact in the digital space. So she's amazing at educational video content. She is a big advocate of online courses, and she teaches others how to effortlessly create visual learning experiences that they've always dreamed of. Now, she does this not for just kick and giggles. like She does this in order to unlock multiple revenue streams, attract paid opportunities, and connect on a deeper level with her audience. Y'all, it's safe to say that she is pretty legit. I'm so excited to share our conversation with you. Let's go into the interview now. Friends, family, saints, ain'ts, listeners of the Jasmine Star Show, I think y'all better prepare your hearts and mind for who is going to be dropping the mic on multiple occasions today. I have a very, very, very special guest. I mean, we're out here talking, yes, about video, but I always believe that there's multi layers to every conversation we have on the podcast. So even if at the beginning you're like, no, no, video is not for me, I'm gonna tell you that there's talking about legitimacy, making your social media present pops. We're gonna be talking about better visuals, but more than anything, we're talking about what makes us the best and human. Before I got on the mic, I had the opportunity to talk to our guest today. I said, Zaylee, our imperfections are the thing that are gonna make us perfect. So we are rolling on here. And she said she was here for it. So, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Zaylee. Zaylee, do the mic. Hi, doll. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. I'm like tearing up, but hello, we are here and I am, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, you know, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, we do two versions of the podcast, right? We have it audio only, which is my beating heart. But then my second love is that YouTube. And for those of you watching on YouTube, number one, jobless. Number two, look at how fly this queen is looking. It's like, I did not show up with my A game. I mean, I'm wearing my lashes, but I should have just come out nah, with some more flavor. Uh, thank you, Del. Okay, let's get this party started. I'm gonna dive deep with some questions, and we're just gonna hear, and we're gonna we're gonna be here, and we're gonna riff. And I always believe it's like a two way conversation. But let's start with the basics, because on your website, on your homepage, you make a pretty bold statement. And of course, I would expect nothing less from you. Quote: Video is the only tool that you're able to confidently use to grow, nurture, and sell to a pre qualified audience with ease. Okay, you made a bold statement. It's the only way. That is pretty dang bold. And for business owners listening who want to argue that blogs or email lists or social media posts are more important than video, what would you have to say to them right out the gate so we can clear out the fuss? I'd say that's cute. That's really cute. (laughs) But there's so much more that you can give to your people. And showing up on camera, there's nothing like it. The only other thing is in person. And guess what? We can't even do that right now. Mm. So what do you think it is about video? Like if somebody's like, okay, but sell me. Like what is it on video that people can get from my words or can't get from a photo? Uh, I think the, the authenticity of it all. Like mm. you can't, you, you'll know if, you know, you know, some people, like if they're faking something, their eye twitches or <laughs> mm-hmm. something like that. But I don't know. I think it's really about the authenticity of it all, the connection. I feel like it's as close to an in-person connection as you will get. So being able to show up and really connect with your people even before selling, right? Because mm-hmm. there's before the sale, during and after the sale. 
Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. Okay, that, but. so y'all, I mean, I don't know if you know Zaley, but I'm a law school dropout. So I would, I actually came out of the womb, and I was like, "See, mom, I disagree. I disagree with how you birthed me." Okay, that's just my personality. I'm a queen at poking holes because when somebody can fill those holes, then I'm a hundred percent sold. Yeah. So. Are we saying that all video is equal on social media? Because I can see it's like we're like we talk about authenticity, but can somebody really show their level of authenticity in a 15 second reel? Are you that like are there different varying levels of authenticity? Like the more time, the more unedited, the more raw that level of authenticity? Or are we saying like video period is more authentic to prime an audience? Uh, Both. I feel like you need to include different levels of um, the types of video. So live video is obviously different. Everything has a different reason. I love saying like, you know, be, have uh, intention with what you do. So you know that your live video is going to give you a different response or result from Mm -hmm. a pre-recorded video, right? Which is much more fancy and edited. I had to learn that my audience wanted to see me live as well. You know, it's cute being pre-recorded and edited, but people want to see you live as well. They want to connect with you. They want the back and forth. A reel can show your fun side or, you know, a diverse side of you or things that you do on the back end or, you know, behind the scenes stories. Everything has a specific reason, but I would love if people start with one thing, even if it's Instagram stories, start there. You know, all platforms have stories now, (laughs) right? So start with something, but I think it's really a game changer when you do. I love this. So Zaylee, number one, I ask questions that I feel like I already have a pretty formulated opinion about. So I'm glad that you and I are definitely on the same page about the diversity of the types of videos that we're producing. Now, we do know that uh, YouTube is great for horizontal style of videos and that they tend to like longer videos do actually really well. And YouTube is the world's largest video search engine. So that in and of itself is like enough to make somebody pay special attention. But one of the things that I am so fascinated with now, everybody knows I'm very partial to Instagram. I love it. I think it's great. It's like this beautiful little hurricane of all types of video forms. Now I feel, and and this is just a personal opinion, but you could see the slayers on video on Instagram because you have to show up in different ways. You have your less than 59 second clip that sits just in and of itself and plays. And then you have your IGTV, which is long form, anything under 10 minutes. You have your IG live, which you're showing up completely unscripted. You have your reels, which are cute, highly edited, funky, funny. And then you have your stories, which are traditionally behind the scenes, a little gritty. For when I am watching carefully who is deploying a social media strategy, when you're dipping your toes in each one of those ponds all under the Instagram umbrella, it really, really uh, showcases the strength of a creator. Using that as a context, which type of video, if you had to just choose on Instagram, would you double it? An entrepreneur is like, I can't do it all. Where do I start? I know you had just said stories, but like, is it stories? And if so, why? And if not, why not? Um, I think mine would be live. I really think it would be live. Uh, stories is cute. But when I look at the power of live and stories, what I can do in stories, I can do on live. 
Right. So, and it would be just a matter of if I want that pre recorded function, making sure that I have an outline. I know what the intention of my video is. Even if it's a really intimate behind the scenes, it's just you and I on this, this video, you know? So I feel like with live, I can basically touch all points. I can get on there and teach. I could get on there and show the back end. I could get on there and, you know, have, have lunch, a quick lunch while I'm in between meetings, or I can still hit all points with live. What do you think? How often? Well, one, I agree. I mean, I'm just going to be real. Only the warriors do live. Like you got to have so much swag to do live because it is not for the faint of heart. Like you got to show up and like not mess around, know your trash and be confident to deal with the question. But I believe that we all have a warrior in us. Some of us are just more courageous to get into the, the center of like the arena floor, like Brene Brown and Theodore Roosevelt says, who's in the, who's on the arena? Like to me, the slayers are going live. What is the worst thing that's happened to you or the best thing that's happened to you when you've gone live? I was just telling this story on a workshop this morning. Uh, I was live on, well, it was a webinar actually, but because it was my first time selling and I wasn't confident in the product I was selling, this was years ago. And I just wanted to make the pitch. I stumbled and fumbled. I got really uh, sweaty. Like I know it was showing girl. Like I just wanted a <laughs> hole to open up <laughs> and swallow me. And I never told this story before, but I didn't sell anything, obviously. Right. right. <laughs> I hadn't even been nurturing those people. Like, what was I thinking? I mean, you got to do the thing, but hello. Like now I, I know so much more of what I would have done before that. Right. Mm. Um, but yeah. And so I bombed and I hid from the internet for, <laughs> for a while. But, <laughs> you know, if I didn't have this story to tell, I know there's somebody else that went through that, you know? Oh, of course. Of course. It's like video reveals, video reveals minutia. Now I'm saying unedited video, cause you can yeah. edit a video real, oh. real, real clean. It's the unedited unvarnished video that truly reveals. Mm -hmm. I have to say both in the same way as like Zaley had said, like she kind of just did a sales pitch that really didn't sell. Uh, she couldn't even sell herself and she created it. Uh, I've been there. Okay, girl, I have been there. I think one of the things too, that oftentimes I've experienced on live video is when something goes wrong, like either on a tech capacity or uh, something's like something's amiss. And for years I fought against that. Like, I'm like, no, it has to look a certain way. It has to look professional. It has to look this. And then the thing that I heard on the back end where people are like, we loved watching you sweat. We loved how you kept it under control. And what I want to do is like claw somebody. I was like, no, no, right? I don't want to do that. No, but that's revealing. I think that definitely is the power of video. So when people hear you and they see you now and you're like all quaffed and they're just like, yeah, but now you know how to sell. Or if they see somebody like me and they're like, yeah, but you've gone through tech difficulties, but you see Jasmine, you see Zaley, you don't understand me. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too white. I'm too black. I'm too poor. I'm too rich. I'm too uneducated, educated. So somebody says, but like video is just not me because it reveals something that I am just not okay with. How do you actually get them to show up on video? Like what's your advice? Your purpose. That mm. will <laughs> okay. tap into your purpose. That's going to really help you figure out. I think when we think about purpose, it removes all the insecurities we have, all the people that are better than us, all the people that we think are going to say something if we show up live. Your purpose is what you really need to tap into. And then your people, those people 
need you more than you ever know. And if you don't get up, if I didn't appear back (laughs) after that time that I was, you know, gone online, I would not have been able to help anyone at all. So people are waiting for you. And I love that you shared like the whole spectrum of things because people use all the excuses in the book to not, not start video. I agree. So if somebody's listening, be like, okay, well, maybe I can kind of sort of Maybe I can co-sign on what they're saying, but they're having a hard time finding their purpose. Like when somebody comes to you and says, yeah, but Zaylee, like I know my people, but I'm having a hard time finding my purpose. Is, is there like an exercise? Is there a way? Is there a series of questions? Like how do you guide somebody to help find their purpose? What's your pain? Mm. What's that thing? <laughs> okay. It, the alliteration is not lost on me. Your purpose, your people, your pain. So walk me through that. That thing that... Okay, let's go back to my pain. I couldn't sell on camera, right? First of all, I'm an introvert. (laughs) Oh, same here, same here. I have to talk to you about that because there's too many similarities, but... (laughs) Let's talk about it. That's what this podcast is for. Like, yeah, people want to hear about video. They really want the tea. Talk to me. Talk to me. I'm an introvert and I'm on camera almost every day, right? So it came with you know, digging into the fact that I'm an introvert. I'm a wallflower. I will be the person at the back of a room if I'm at an event. Like I have so many odds against me or had um, one odd that I, I thought that wasn't odd was I'm from Trinidad. I was born there. And so because of that, I have an accent. And when I get excited, it goes in and out. And I used to be ashamed of my accent because I live in the US. So many things that I was afraid of or ashamed of. And those are the things that I coach people through in getting on camera mm-hmm. today. Right. And every night before I go to sleep, I know that I am in purpose. I'm walking in alignment. So you have to then think, what's that thing? What's that thing that I got over that I'm able to help people with? What's that thing that I pushed through for you? You, you weren't, uh, you know, you didn't go to school for photography and you were able to take that and package it up. And help people do things that were connected to you figuring this ish out. Like, you know, I, look at me, like, you know, acting like I know something. But I'm just saying, you do. Like, it's really about your pain. Like, that thing that you are able to navigate through and become successful at. And if you have that thing, um, and a, a lot of times, if you can't identify what it is, it means that you're probably still processing. You're probably still in this moment, probably walking through that pain. But That's real deep. That's real deep. I actually could not agree more. That's why I asked you, I'm like, hey, can you walk me through that? Walk walk me through the process of finding your purpose through your pain because there was a disconnect and then you created the lily pad for me to get there because what I didn't realize that my purpose, I've always maintained, is that my purpose is to empower business owners to believe that the impossible is possible for them. And I didn't know that back when it was for photography. I was like a girl from the hood with a camera. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can actually build a business. And then over time, the story I told myself was that I was not enough to teach other business owners my strategies. And then I wasn't enough to start like a SaaS company. And then you do it. And your pain becomes your purpose. I co-sign. I love that. And if you're listening now, there is a reason why you became a graphic designer. There is a reason why you became a life coach. There is a reason why you decide to get into meal planning. And it stems from a 
deep desire because the thing you teach is often the thing you had to learn. So Zaylee, number one light bulb moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this leads me to the next question. Yeah. How did you become like the go-to video sales and marketing coach for online course creators? Because you could have said video sales, marketing coach, period. But then you're like, no, no, I'm going to focus down and niche down. How did you become that? How did you get there? Uh, that's such a funny story. Using video again, <laughs> I would share. Um, so this was years ago when I think the Thinkific team had like 10 people on it. And I was obsessed with online courses. I had tried all the platforms, all of the things. And I found Thinkific and I was like, I, I, I like this, but I liked it because I could make it do what I wanted it to do. <laughs> so I could design my courses in there the way I wanted them to. I could bend their platform and make it do what I wanted it to do basically. And I shared a video on social, on Instagram, your favorite platform, and I tagged them. And they emailed me not too long after, probably, I want to say like three days later. And they were like, how are you using our platform like this? (laughs) I was like, well, I just really, really love your platform. And like I said before, it comes back to your genuine, uh, you know, like being genuine, right? So we're on a video Mm -hmm. call and my eyes are already big, but they were like light bulbs because I'm excited about this program. And they're like, well, would you be willing to come on as an expert? And I was like, why not? Because I was already teaching video. So, you know, teaching people how to think in a linear pattern um, to get that online course out, that was light bulbs for me. And a lot of people don't go through with their online course because of the video component. So it just like, oh yeah, (laughs) it lined up. And so I love helping people create their online courses, market it and sell it with video. So what do you think was like a defining moment? Because what we've heard is like an iteration. Well, first and foremost, there was like a a pain point, like feeling insecure on video. And then you find your story, you start empowering other people. You are a consumer and a creator of online courses. And then you find a way to bridge your passion for courses and your passion for video. And then all of a sudden you get elevated by a pretty significant company to say, hey, we want you teaching other people. But through that process, was there like a defining moment for you as a business person to say, wow, this is a game changer or wow, something happened here? Was there something there? Yeah, uh, I think for me, the biggest thing was, so I was doing services as a Thinkific expert, which I absolutely love. And I was doing video coaching as well. But I went through a period where my grandmother passed. It was the Mm. first huge loss in my life. I had never experienced that. And then I grew up with my grandmother and my aunt in Trinidad. And not too long after my aunt passed away. And I was like, Mm. what is like, what is this? Like Mm. what's going on? And then not too long after that, my grandfather passed. So all of this happened in a span of eight months. And Uh. I realized that I loved what I did, but if I needed time to step away I needed another game plan. Like this couldn't be it. I needed different streams Mm. of income. So I couldn't only do services and coaching because those required for me to be there. Mm. And in that moment, I learned the biggest lesson. You have to set up specific foundations in your business if you want to be able to step away Mm. from it. And it probably was a late lesson, but it was a lesson that, it was a tough lesson. (laughs) Mm. Okay, okay. 
So I definitely, from that, like you said, a pivot, I started then focusing on my own online courses and my own academy and really leaning into building my tribe. And so for me, that was a huge difference. Um, Because of that, I started securing different partnerships, which I believe, or I know for sure, came about via video. And when we think about that, I feel like you can spend less on marketing or paid advertising because partnerships are, you get to tap into their audience, right? So. Mm. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to repeat back something so I can com- start completing the narrative is that your pain turned into your purpose and then you were able to find your people and you were doing consulting and, and being in like the, the service space. And then you had this moment that was transformative. You had built an empire based solely on you. And if you weren't doing the work, you didn't have the structure. So you decided to create partnerships and resources that weren't a hundred percent dependent on you. Do I hear that correctly? Yes. Okay. So now because I'm a law school dropout, can I read an Instagram post that you shared at the end of 2020? I'm scared. Ah, no, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Okay. Quote, this has been something that I've been wanting to do forever. It's time to peel back and show you guys some more. For the past few years, I took time away from building my personal brand to launch and build two businesses. Side note from Jasmine. Hey, okay. Back to it. Now that I'm happy with where I am in business, thankful that I can do what I love full time and serve you at the same time. I want to pour into getting to know you guys better a bit again, while I learn all about you. So there's so much of has changed and blossomed and bloomed and shifted. Woo. Head over to my YouTube channel to see the full video. Don't forget to subscribe. The video is entitled Why I'm Starting Over on YouTube. So, Zaylee, spill the tea. This was posted at the end of 2020. Time, so a bit of time has passed. And then, like, why did you decide to start over with your personal brand? And why do you think it's important? Well, uh, so this is the thing. I started years ago on YouTube, but I started in the beauty space. And there's another lesson. I figured that with growing a beauty and lifestyle brand, I was, it came back to that inconsistency again. I felt like I wasn't um, able to make consistent income from that. And I wanted to be in control of my own income. So that's why I started teaching online courses, because you're able to decide I'm going to launch in these specific periods. You know, you're more, much more in control. So for me, I was on the influencer path and we're all influencers still, (laughs) right? Um, But I shared so much more about beauty and things like that. And I feel like the amount of things that I had gone through, Jasmine, I love makeup and and stuff like that, but I wanted to serve on a deeper level, right? Mm -hmm. So my love of video really started or came from creating beauty videos. So I came from the beauty industry and (laughs) that is how I, I blossomed because whenever I would create videos, people would ask, oh my gosh, like, how are you creating these videos? And this was probably like late 2014. I really started online around 2007. Um, So I had had a journey of sharing my thoughts. I I laugh at them when I go back and look now, (laughs) but um, it's been such a long journey for me to get where I am. But all of those things helped me prepare to get to where I am today, right? So because Mm. of that, um, I my personal brand was really based on beauty. And then I built Start, Shoot, Grow. And when I felt like Start, Shoot, Grow, 
you know, was on its, it, it could do its thing on its own. I figured out launching and all of those things, like, you know, my launches for the year and all of those things. I wanted to share the back end of my life as uh, a business owner, right? Mm-hmm. An online business owner. And so I decided to, I, crazy story. I decided in 30 days I was going to leave New York and move to Dallas. I had never been here. And in 2017, late 2017, I found an apartment, locked myself into a 16-month lease, and <laughs> took a flight. <laughs> but I wait a minute, wait, why Dallas? Wait, what? Why Dallas? I had a student here. And so I asked her, like, what is Dallas like? And she's like, girl, do not come here. It's nothing like New York. And I said, gotcha. That's what I need. (laughs) I'm on my way. And I had never met her in person. (laughs) I had never uh, been to Dallas either. I had never been to Texas. But I needed a slower pace from New York City. Um, Bringing all that into context, I wanted to start sharing about those things, about taking risks. And um, I know that I'm a person. I will jump and learn to fly on the way down or up. Either way, (laughs) that is just the person that I am. And I realized that sharing my stories about these things would help others. So it's so crazy. I always get people messaging me and telling me I moved to Dallas because of you and your videos. (laughs) Okay. I'm just fascinated of all these questions right now that were completely not on my notes because to watch this various iteration, I think that it, it is compelling because there's people who are just starting their video journey and they could see that when they hear that you have been doing this since 2007, that they're not going to hold themselves to the Zaley standard when they're just beginning. And if you're like, if you want to go apples to apples, check out my 2007 videos. <laughs> like, okay. But then there's people who are looking at what you're doing and you have your business. And so when you think about the video content you've created for course creators and then how to market their courses. And you feel like, I felt pretty confident in that. What's going to be your video strategy as you're building out your personal brand? Like how often are you going to be producing a video on YouTube? Like what's your ambition? And then what's like the thesis or like, why would somebody be watching your channel? What are they going to get? Like, give me like the nerding out context here. Yeah. And you know what, Jasmine, (laughs) one lesson that I have learned this year is to test. Test, mm-hmm. test, test. So I can't even completely give you a strategy. <laughs> I mean, we're still the big, we're just, I mean, we're not even, I mean, we're just like quarter one, 2021. I was like, tell me what you know. <laughs> well, I will tell you, uh, first of all, search is always going to be a powerful thing. So the thing is, I have two YouTube channels. I have the Start Your Grow channel where I teach, and I restarted that in, I think, 2017 or late 2018. I restarted that. So I restarted from beauty. And I went into teaching and then I still felt like I had that space where I want to share my life. But on YouTube, you cannot do everything on one channel because it just doesn't work like that. People are coming for your teachings. I always say I'm yeah. a business owner with a YouTube channel. I'm not a yeah. YouTuber, right? Yeah. So I depend on search for people to find me. I depend on SEO. Um, and I've realized that with a personal brand channel, which is a bit different, it's, it's different. So you still have to pick a niche. So I'm telling you guys the lessons that I've learned having two channels. You still have to pick a niche. Yep. 
with a personal brand channel, because you still got to blow up for that specific thing. On the business side, I share tutorials. I share about online courses. I share about Thinkific. You know, I've chosen my platforms that I want to share about that I know gets me traction, you know, being in front of the right people. And they're always tools that I know my audience uses or things that I know my audience is going to want to learn how to make a workbook, how to make an ebook, um, how to record something, how to record your online course. Yes, What's the best yes, microphone? Yes, exactly. So that kind of thing. But when you're building a personal brand on YouTube, it's so much different. So it's really about me testing and trying to find that niche. Um, I would say uploading once a week. And so I've taken a break from Instagram and that personal channel. I've been going so hard with the Starship Road channel because we are launching again soon. And, you know, you know, the runway, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. just recently did an episode, uh, an episode about, you know, your four week yes. uh, plan. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Just remembering that um, I have to remember that when I need to focus on one thing, I need to buckle down Mm. because I I, I love all the things. I want to dip my hand in all the buckets. (laughs) That's just who I am naturally. So it's about pulling myself back, but find your space. And another thing that I would say is uh, persistence. So even if Mm. you're not getting the views, if you're not getting the, you know, buckle down and do it still. So it comes back to finding that purpose, (laughs) right? Girl, I want to pause because I want to make sure that we like give this space for what you said. You had said that it was time for you to buckle down. You had said you like to have your hands in a lot of things. You like to do all the things. And I think that is a common entrepreneur struggle. We are entrepreneurs because we like all the things. We like the challenges. We like the starts. We like the, you know, I'm free falling or I'm free soaring, depending on where you are in your journey. And then... I want to just like um, really give a moment to like showcase that we're talking to a very successful, amazing, strong businesswoman. And she is saying, I have to buckle down and that's never fun. So I want to honor the fact that we're saying there is a time to buckle down. And then she's talking about the persistence. Like if I heard it correctly, I'm going to repeat back what I heard. It's Buck up, buttercup. You're not going to get a million views by not doing the work. You're going to have to sit through hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of videos far before you ever get the type of viewership that you want and or I'm going to come out on a limb and say, deserve. So when we hear people saying, I am taking a break from one thing to 100% focus on another, it might not be the very thing we want, but we know it's the thing that our business deserves. So that leads me then to ask a, a question straight out, deal it to me straight, no shooter. Does video work for all types of businesses? That's a really, really good question. I am honestly in the online space. So I definitely think that it's a must for in the online space. But then I go back to uh, the QVCs and the Amazon Live that is on and popping right now. And then I go back to ads when we would have to sit through three, four ads. And I go back to the Super Bowl marketing and it's all video. (laughs) I mean, okay. So number one, I agree. I think that as specifically as business owners in the 21st century, our consumers are going to have a very hard time buying something that they don't see or they don't understand. Now there are businesses, like let's just say a starting out small business owner, like a virtual assistant or a life coach. Could you just like workshop those types of videos? Like what type of video would a virtual assistant be putting out to get entrepreneur clients? First of all, I want to know that you know what it takes to 
run my business. Well, not run my business, but right, 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 right. I want to know that you're efficient in specific tasks. Let's say I'm looking for a ClickUp tutorial and you give a really in-depth tutorial and I am looking for an assistant, but I'm in that space where should I have an assistant or should I just do this myself? And that's what happens at first. You're like, girl, I could do this in 20 minutes. And then you find this person. That's so good. That's so good. Again, I want to give space for what the answer was here. Because when I asked if I was a virtual assistant, what kind of video would I create? And then Zaylee said, I just want to know that you know what to do. Literally, my very simple girl thought was, hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm great at what I do. Hire me. And what Zaylee said was, make a tutorial because I don't need to know how to do it myself. I just want to see that you're so good at it that I could trust you to do it. And I think that another question that I had asked when it was like a virtual assistant or a life coach Basically, if I was a life coach, I shouldn't come online and say, I'm a life coach, hire me. It's, I'm going to be sharing everything I know. I'm going to be talking about my life lessons. I'm going to be talking about testimonials. I'm going to be talking about journeys. I'm going to be sharing stories because all I need to do as a consumer, if I'm looking for a life coach, is to say, I see myself in your story or stories of people that you have coached. That right there, friends, is like powerful video content. I think Xavier and I are definitely on the same page about that. So, As we kind of tie this up, as we're getting in and we're convincing people and we're talking about the importance of video and any business owner building out a personal brand and or educational resources should be focusing on video. What are like practical tips? Like I want somebody to be listening, okay, three tactical pieces of advice or tactical tips on how to use video like immediately with very little money or resources. Like what's like the bare bones get her done type of video? Yeah. First, I want to kind of go back to our little mini framework that we have going on. So we have knowing before you do any video at all, your purpose. So whether Mm. it's your bigger purpose in life or it is the purpose of this video right now, what do I want people to walk away with? What is the reason that I'm specifically doing this video? right? So this is all in video prep. You don't have to have a fancy camera to implement this. You don't have to have all the things you just need to implement. So your Hmm. purpose is the first thing. Your people, who are the people that I'm going to be talking to on this video, right? So like I said, you can use this for the bigger picture and you can use it per video as well. So you go into your people, who am I specifically talking to and what pains are they? going through, right? Yes. What are the problems that I'm solving for this specific person as well? What are the pains that they're experiencing? And what am I going to share in this video so that they walk away relieved, inspired, and ready to take action? And then you want to think about, okay, how do I do that? So I got to map this plan out. So I am probably going to introduce myself, make sure I know my three to five things that I'm going to cover in this video, make sure I know what my summary is about, and make sure I have a call to action. What do I want them to do next, right? And that, when you're done with all of that, then you can think about presentation. People think about the camera first, the beautiful camera. No, I went through a few P's before I even got to presentation. (laughs) So that lets you know that presentation is really low on the totem pole, you know, as far as the process is concerned, right? And so when you figure out your presentation, meaning I'm talking about either a window right? Get some good natural Mm -hmm. light going. Yes, it's a bit harder because, you know, natural light is never stable. We have the clouds passing by. We have different things happening. But like I said, if you're focused on your people and the purpose of your video, it's not going to be the brunt of what you're thinking about because you're really thinking about how I'm getting deep with these people on camera. So you 
figure out your, your uh, presentation. So you have light, you make sure you have your camera, whether you stand in front of a window or you have a simple ring light, guys, mm-hmm. a ring light is magic. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, one other thing is make sure that you have a good microphone. So make sure you're using your headphones when you're just starting out. Um, something simple or, or a simple lapel or lavalier microphone can work well as well. You plug that into your phone and you already have your people, your purpose, your pain, your plan, your problems. You already have all of those things. So you're ready to go with your presentation. And then we want to wrap that up with practice. You got to do this thing over and over and over and over again. (laughs) So, yeah. Speaking of doing things over and over and over again, I think y'all need to rewind this podcast about two minutes and listen to this a few times over. Do you rewind? I mean, like, is that what, is that the terminology? Am I just like a 90s kid? I was like, let's rewind. (laughs) I feel like you need to rewind this podcast because what Zaylee just shared was everything in a nutshell. And you had said, that you need to know the purpose of the video, the people, uh, you need to know their pain points. And one thing I want to say is it shouldn't take precedence over the presentation. Come on, I'm sticking another P in there because it just sounds so good. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Do that. Yes. I'm going to give you a little sweat rag. Dab, dab. We go, hey. Okay. So we talk about this and this is the thing I want to like loop it all in with y'all. Like, I started a YouTube channel with nothing but a camera, like no light, just a camera. I pushed record. It was ugly and it was a hot mess, but I'm going to co-sign on what Zaylee said. I quickly understood the purpose for each video. I clearly understood who I was speaking to in that video and had a very clear call to action in that video, relieving the pain point. Mm -hmm. So friends, As we have this conversation, I know that we're talking about video, but the truth of the matter remains that it's less about the video and less about the camera, about the mic, about a light, ring light, or natural. It's truly about, are we willing to do the things that we want to move the needle forward in our business? I was very honored that Zaylee agreed to come on the podcast because I like to bring people on who practice what they preach. I don't want somebody to talk about video and not be showing up. I don't want to talk about the power of live and not be showing up. I don't want to talk to somebody about the struggles of building out a personal brand who's not going to be willing to openly say like, girl, I've been doing this a minute and I took a break because I'm focusing on something else. That level of vulnerability, authenticity really opens the gateways for us to own our story and show up just the way we are on video. I want to leave you the floor, Zaylee. Is there anything that you want to share or say before we close out this amazing conversation? Because you just showed up and served and served very well. Thank you. Well, I mean, I just want to thank you for having me. Hello. She said she was thankful that I accepted. Hello, you are the Jasmine star. So I am excited to be here (laughs) (laughs) on the podcast with you. And um, the one thing that I would just want to leave with is, like you said, there are things that are going to move the needle in our businesses. And no matter how scared you are, tap into the bigger reason and contribute to the bigger conversation that is going on around you. Don't be afraid to do that. And I think that that really is what makes a difference. So Mm. nobody has shown that with more grace and elegance than you, Queen. How can people find you on YouTube, on Instagram, where you do your magic? Talk to me. 
Yes, you can find me at Zaley Barclay everywhere. That's X-A-Y-L-I-B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. And you can check us out at startshoegrow.com. Y'all check out the show notes. We'll be able to link to Zaley and all her awesomeness there. Zaley, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. <laughs> I hope you loved this conversation with Zaley as much as I did. Y'all go and check her out on social media to get inspiration for your video content. I know I need to up my game after seeing her visuals. And y'all, as you are posting out your stories, yes, because the challenge is to show up on video, why not show up in a story? You can tag that story at Zaley Barkley and at Jasmine Star. We'd love to see the beauty that you put out in the world because you want to know what? If you have social media, you have a mic. If you have followers, even if it's just one, you have a stage. If you have just one listener, you are a speaker. So wherever you go, your voice goes. And that includes social media. Your followers don't matter. Likes don't matter. Opinions don't matter. What matters is that you speak up. Whether it's at the bank or at the grocery store or at a business conference or on social media, friend, you have a voice. You are in a unique position to help others and all you have to do is believe it. Your voice is your superpower. Now go out and save the world. Bye, friends. <laughs>